The following pre-recorded program is brought to you by Wrestling with the Inner Man. Welcome to Wrestling with the Inner Man, because the first fight we face each and every day is a fight with our flesh. Do we listen to our selfish, sinful nature or to divine nature guided by the Holy Spirit? Your host, David Savage, is a product of the West Texas desert and energy industry who recently received the biggest promotion of his life, reporting directly to the top boss, God. Most people refer to this as retirement today. Co-host, pastor and evangelist Aaron David Thomas is a bivocational pastor and a marketing manager hewn from the tough streets of Philadelphia. We hope you're ready to rumble because wrestling with the inner man begins now. Ding, 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 ding. I need to get me one of those round bells, man. (laughs) I don't have to say it, you know. Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome back to Charm School. If you have been with us from the beginning of the series, you have progressed through the freshman and sophomore content of Charm School 101 and 201. Today, we begin the upper level or junior course of Charm School 301. Oh, no. Winning the woman of your dreams as your wife. And next Sunday, we will complete the series with the capstone course of Charm School 401. Sustaining, to use a real popular word uh, (laughs) for climate people, uh, the love in your marriage. All the episodes are available to download as a podcast from Apple and other sources. Tune in. Aaron, are you ready to talk about winning? Man. Talk about winning. You know, Dave, all I do is win, win, win. When I walk into the, as DJ Khaled, and I know you ain't know nothing about Rick Ross and Ludacris. I don't. But that's my reference. <laughs> all I, I think do I've is. I've heard of Ludacris. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, all I do is win. But first, hey, let me give a shout out. What up, uh, WWM listeners? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, we, uh, we we thankful that you're uh, tuning back in that you're here with us and uh, we speaking of winning Dave you know I want I, I want to give a shout out to a winner uh, in our circle ERS Electronic Recovery Services yes. uh, uh, they take care of all your electronic needs they truly help you win and have been helping us win in the name of Jesus by supporting us to bring you this show. So check out uh, ERS when you get a chance. Uh, they'll definitely help you win when it comes to your electronics. So let's get it. Let's get started. Amen. Let's get ready to rumble, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, you know I love music, and I love lyrics, and I love poetry and words. Mr. Lover so Lover. <laughs> I thought I'd introduce this episode with the lyrics from a favorite Carlos Santana, Santana song for all my yeah. hermanos out there. <laughs> right. The title of the song is Winning, and here are the lyrics. One day I was on the the ground when I needed a hand and it couldn't be found. I was so far down that I couldn't get up, you know, and one day I was one of life's losers. Even my friends were my accusers, and in my head, lost before I'd begun. Wow. Wow, that's kind of sad, huh? Let's pause a minute there before moving on to the next verse. This verse is the song that the incel victim you know, claims. You know, <laughs> we the, talked about that in one of the right, other shows. The passive man who allows life to happen to him rather than intentionally acting to overcome his obstacles. Any brief thoughts on this, Aaron, before picking up on verse two? Yeah, yeah, just real quick. You know, being down and out doesn't make you a loser. Having a defeated outlook because of hardship don't, definitely won't help you win in a relationship. You know, Scripture says, for as a man thinketh in his heart, he is. 
So to win, to gain victory, you have to believe that the victory is attainable. But so, man, Ken, come on. I really like this song. Keep on going. I had a dream, but it turned to dust. What I thought was love, that must have been lust. I know about that. I was living in style when the walls fell in. When I played my hand, I looked like a joker. Turn around. Fate must have woke her. Because Lady Luck, she was waiting outside the door. Oh, no. Verse 2 is when we are living sinfully in lust and the walls fall in. With us looking like a joker. <laughs> in the closing line, why don't we think of God rather than woke and Lady Luck? <laughs> uh, right. Turning around our fortunes with regard to love. Aaron, please help help us with this Man, concept. I, I don't know if I can help you, but yeah, lust is the great deceiver. And I know a lot about that. It makes you think that uh, you want uh, that you... Your want will be satisfied, but once you get what you think you want, the deception is that you want something more, that it doesn't sustain you, that word again, right? right? Uh, something different because of this insatiable appetite. You can't satisfy your love desire without going to God, for the Bible declares he is love. Come on, man. That's right. Sing it to me. There is okay. more. I know there's more. <laughs> All right. Now we get to the chorus and the final verse. It's, I'm winning. I'm winning, I'm winning, and I don't intend on losing again. So the final verse, too bad it belonged to me. It was the wrong time and not meant to be. It took a long time, and I knew for now I can see the day that I breathe for. Friends agreed that there's a need to play the game and to win again. Aaron, this sounds like many men who have been playing a game instead of seeking God's wisdom and obeying his will. How do we win the woman of our dreams as God intended and keep our own intentions not to lose again? You know, first, uh, first, Dave, you know, that that is a concept that men have to get away from playing the game because we do. Right. We refer to it as the game. You, Mm -hmm. You know, don't charge it. Don't charge it to the head, charge it to the game. Well, Finding a wife and finding love isn't a game at all, man. It, it, it's a real physical, emotional, and spiritual need that uh, that desires uh, are to be filled from, right? Mm-hmm. Finding that wife and God put this uh, need and want in us so he also will help us in our endeavor to find it, right? right. That's the thing. This is not just something that we have. This is something that uh, was part of us when we were created. God said he looked at man and he saw in man that it was not good for him to be alone. But even before that, he said, I created them male and female. He already knew, you know, because he knows everything. But we have to seek him first. You truly want to win? Yes. You want to be like me and win, win, win when you walk in? <laughs> I'm you, winning. You got, <laughs> come on. You got to let God in because I won because I let God in. Right? Right. right. Amen. We're still, we're still working on my game. So yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, in, in our culture, many other and other societies, we use uh, the word love too loosely. Right. I, I'm very loosely. We often associate love with intense feelings that in truth are self-centered and non-committal. You know, we watch movies, right? I was right. just sharing right. with you off air that, you know, I got my idea of what a lover was and a man was through TV, the boys on the blocks, characters we follow. Like um, daddies. Yeah. <laughs> the return of the man, right? They're hor- and all it is is that their hormones drive them to have sex before marriage and want to call this love. 
right? Love is shallowly rooted in pleasant emotions or physical feelings. It turns off as easy as it turned on. That's the, you know, that's the thing. Right. We, we don't get that, right? If it's based off of this, one day she turns me on, the next day she turns me off, or one day she turns me on, but the girl next to her turned me way on, right? It, it's just this emotional roller coaster. Then you know one thing that the Bible teaches, especially about love and how to truly win that in which you love, uh, right? You think about God so loved is in the life of Jesus Christ. When when you look uh, in at, at it through the Bible, we are the bride of Christ as believers, right? right? You check this out. So, and the way He showed love was by serving, surrendering, dying of self to save this relationship He wants and has with us as believers to make the relation uh, uh, to make the relationship go. It's a surrender. It's a biblical um, concept idea that we we have to find. The format's in there, right? Right. But but the if model. You, mm-hmm. it, it, if you don't go, uh, if you don't go to the book, if you don't go to the Bible, you're going to miss it. Right. I missed it for for many years. As a matter of fact, Pastor Evangelist, right now, and uh, I'm not going to get into this. I'm, I'm, but you know, I, I've missed it, and, and we're going to talk about that a little later. That's so, why anyway. we're doing this show. We're trying to help people who. Didn't get the coaching, the training, you know, the the love, you know, that they needed modeled. And that's really what this show's all about. Yeah. And in this show, let me just briefly add uh, something, Dave. You know, when you brought this to me, I, you know, I'm cool with every topic. Mm-hmm. I ain't cool with this class. Mm-hmm. I'm not cool in charm school. That's probably why I would have never signed up for it. Right. Because I thought I had it figured out because of the world, because of my loose interpretation of love. And um, I'm really getting that it takes more work than I'm putting in. It takes more knowledge than I have. And that even as I read my Bible, I never until this is crazy. I never truly looked at it in a way to model my marriage after. Mm -hmm. And I can quote you Ephesians five. Right. And I would say, if you ask me, I would say I'm, I'm a good husband and I am, but I lack in areas and charm school. I lack. But I'm thankful for this talk. Yeah, because I think a lot of times guys are, you know, in the head, but not in the heart. We, this, this is a heart thing okay, here. Dave. So, That's why I didn't like you when I was doing okay. this. Okay. <laughs> well, so going back to my book, okay. this wing to wing, or to or, readings on courting and marrying, I'd like to read this short excerpt from the chapter titled, How Can I Find and Win the Right One? Come Courtship. On. Bring it. So Judith Martin had a regular newspaper column for years under the byline of Miss Manners. Old folks might remember that. But check out this letter and the response titled, A Simple Question. So the uh, the writer says, Dear Miss Manners, I'm a 28-year-old male and have been seeing a 23-year-old woman for almost one year. We work together and see no one else. My problem is that I am in love with her. First, he states it is a problem. <laughs> uh, but she is unable to verbalize any feelings at all for me or me. She has never had a relationship last for more than a few weeks and says she has never been in love. All of her friends and relatives like me, and she is well-liked by everyone I know. Many of her friends often say, when are you two getting married? She says she cares for me a great deal, but I feel I could very easily lose her. Every six weeks or so, I become depressed and get the feeling that I am being used. Is there a way for me to get her to express her true feelings? Even if they were negative, I would at least know how she felt, and then I would have to deal with that. So, Miss Manners replies, Gentle reader, (laughs) yes, there is, (laughs) but it is so simple 
that people lose sight of it while they are busy with such complicated things as feeling used, being able to verbalize or getting depressed. You know, this is that's so today's culture. You know, it's all about the feelings. Yeah, consumed with my thoughts about how I feel, and that's the reality of the world. Right. So <laughs> here it is from Miss Manners. Ask her. Will you marry me? <laughs> if she says yes, it will mean that she cares for you as more than temporary companionship. And if she says no, it means that she doesn't. Simple as Ooh, that. Pretty cold, man. <laughs> Aaron, you know, can showing your willingness to commit to marriage be one of the simplest ways to win your woman's heart? Man, come on. It, it definitely. Is it ever in a world where people are not committed to anything, where they vacillate between this and that and feelings and emotions, true commitment is rare and precious. And the thing about it, just like uh, I, I got from hearing that letter, uh, Miss Matters uh, shows that a woman, uh, it allows a woman to know uh, that you're serious, right? right. That, that you're a man of commitment that you're a man that has thought this out because it's not something willy nilly. Cause he said after every six weeks, like you've been there, if you put in the time and now you're showing her to where you're willing to take the level in which you, uh, you're willing to go, um, that to give up yourself to her for her and take care of her and to show her that she's special. And there's nothing more appealing to a woman than when she sees a man put her first and worry about her security and her needs. Women have adopted the hookup mentality, though, right? Yeah. We live in this. Yeah. Uh, uh, we live in this hypersexual culture today with this hookup mentality. And the reason, the sad reality that our women are like that today, because that's the way men have treated them. We made them that way. Yeah. Right? We made them that way. Now we're mad because they're out doing it and hurting our feelings. We're feeling used <laughs> and insecure. And she doesn't love me. And that's because we weren't leading right, right? But if you get a woman to spend time with you and lead her right, she is naturally created to respond to that, right? Right. Right. Um, real women look for real men. And real men are men that uh, are committed to emotion, uh, committed to the relationship, Right. Men don't date in our day to court. They date for sport to see, as you said in our last show, if they can bag another one. Well, oh, no. I know. I know. What? You used it I was in a talking better, about the trophy, the, the real, trophy, the genuine right. I, I'm using it in yeah. the context, you know, I, yeah. and I got it. And yes, if you go yes. to the show, we understand that we explain it better. <clears> but but the sad reality, this is where we sit. It's just to bag another one, bag another, get another one, get another one. Mm -hmm. It is sad and pathetic. It, it has led our... Or should I say, it has forced women to adopt an unhealthy perspective of committed relationships, right? Because even in them, you know, they get a boyfriend. They don't trust him. He's on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, whatever all that stuff is, Facebook, mm -hmm. looking at this and that. So she always has this man, this process, this thought process, man, he could be trying to hook up with someone else. But like Ms. Madison, you asked the question, yo, let's get married. It changes the game. It sure so does. Speak, right? It does. It, it takes sure does. it takes it from a game to real life. It's for real. For real life. When you think about Adam and Eve, you never read of Adam leaving Eve or finding another woman later in life. And people go, "Well, they were the first." He lived to be nine hundred and thirty. <laughs> you hear me? He had some marriage. time. That's a smucker's champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he married and dated Eve. He didn't ask God for choices, right? Right. He took the one uh, he woke up and found at his side. Right beside it, and, and, and there's a lot that can be learned from that. 
He didn't have to worry about that family of origin issue. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you know, I've learned uh, that a man uh, that says being with one woman for your whole life is just boring or not natural. I say that is a man that knows he is boring and he doesn't have a, enough zeal for life, enough content in his character, and enough understanding of love to be able to keep it interesting for life. So he has to move on. I, I, really, th- I, I really believe that. And he definitely doesn't have God as his first love, right? That, that really is it. You know, if, if you want a woman to love you for your life, be lovable. Yeah. Be lovable. Yes. And show love, right? A mm-hmm. husband is to lead his wife. Lead by loving and she'll love you back. Because nowhere in the Bible, did you know in Ephesians, it doesn't tell the wife to love the husband. It tells her to respect him and honor. It tells the husband to love the wife, right? So a husband doesn't get to tell his wife what love is, right? Right? <laughs> he gets to show her the same way God loved us. How did God love us? He showed us what love was what he was willing to give to have our relationship. He so loved that he gave his life. Woo! Anyway. All right, man. He scored it on that one. Knocked it out of the park. So there's an old quote that goes like this. I don't know if it's from Shakespeare. It says, faint heart never won fair lady. <clears throat> now, men, listen to me out there. He there he goes. There he goes, y'all. We, we discussed the big game hunting metaphor last week. Yeah. You have studied the habitat, tracked the trophy, found the object of your desire. Now it is time for you to take the shot. Don't hold back. Show her you were all in on this. Like Billy Joel says in his song, tell her about it. Do just that. Now, I have been given by God a gift for writing poetry. And it is a time-tested method for courting and winning hearts through the written word because it shows that you took the time to be creative. You were intentional about it. You thought about her exclusively and reflected on how she made you feel. Here is a poem I wrote for my wife, Kim, about the first kiss early on in our courtship. You ladies, just hold on to your hearts. <laughs> Here we go, our ladies and gentlemen. A lunch at midday, hardly a tryst, was a plot that I hatched for our first kiss. I'd imagined its sweetness, gentle and soft, as I lay in my bed and slowly drift off. What was it about her that affected me so? We had met over dinner just a short week ago. I pondered her spell and how it was cast. Was it those brown eyes or the lilt in her laugh? No matter the method, in my mind I was snared. I simply must kiss her wherever I dared. Would it be at her (laughs) office as I walked her in with co-workers teasing and hiding their grins? It turned out quite naturally before she stepped from the car when my longing was answered like a wish on a star. With a sigh, it was over. One is never enough. But the pleasure still lingers until next our lips touch. Woo! Smoky macaroni toady, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, you know, when you can when you can put stuff like, I'm just telling you, I, I can melt hearts. But it, it takes time. Now, you don't have to be able to write it. You can go find poetry like this. And your woman wants you to feel your heart ache for her. Man, that's that's what that's how you really win her, guys. You know, one of my nicknames for Kim, and I have several, is <laughs> Kryptonite. And uh, by the way, it's a, a great Three Doors Down song. You know? <laughs> and, uh, because I can be like Superman. I'm super tough out there in the world. You know, I'm impervious to anything except my weakness for her heart. Uh, and, and that, to know that she's the only one 
you know, she's my only kryptonite is something that makes her feel exclusive and treasured and precious. And that's what you want to do. That's how you win a woman's heart. There are just a few suggestions on how to truly win your lady. But that is really all I have time for today. But, Aaron, you know, I'm showing you a list here about needs. This is what uh, I went to this marriage retreat, and it said, according to Dr. Willard Harvey, the man's five basic needs in marriage are sexual fulfillment. All right, we cover that. Ad nauseum. <laughs> you know, recreational companionship, an attractive spouse, domestic support, taking care of the home, raising the kids, and admiration. And according to Dr. Harley, the woman's five basic needs in marriage are affection, conversation, honesty and openness, financial support, and family commitment. So you got to go do your homework on this stuff and you know, have your criteria and think, hey, this is this is how I'm going to win her. Right. So how about a, a few final thoughts on your part? Well, you know, it's funny, Dave. First, I want to say, you know, um, I, I've known you and I've, I've been getting to know you. And, and, and then the, this uh, subject matter is right in your wheelhouse. I mean, look at you. You're pulling out songs. They come at the top of your head. Poems, beautiful. And I can't just, I wait to see what's going to happen in the next uh, episode. But I'm learning love, real love, and the pursuit of and desire for it will pull out the best in me, pull out the best in any man if if it is love that we truly seek and, and, and not lust, like the song says. Right. God is, man, when I think about God has designed us as men to love and he wants us, he wants that love also to be reflected in our relationship uh, with a wife, you know, he wants to be our greatest love. And then we mirror that relationship in, in the relationship with our wife. So we have to ask him for guidance. We have to go to God for guidance. Then, uh, and, and I just like the way you, you put that. Like I was listening to that, that poem and I was thinking to myself, I go, man, that truly would win a woman's heart, right? Because that affection thing, that conversation thing, that, that in, that intense thought about that moment that you share. And she gets to see it in a way. Uh, uh, yeah. That is, is just as expressive as the kiss, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. that poem is just as expressive, just as intense. And, and I can't even imagine, you know, um, so I'm excited to get to 401. Uh, we're we're, we're going to, we're going to touch on that. Uh, you got to come back because my man has been on it. He's messed me up with this show. <laughs> Um, but I'm growing, right? And that's the that that's what this is about. Like talking about subjects that we guys just don't sit around and talk about. Yeah. So look, I've got a playlist of music that I sent in. If you guys listen to XM Radio Classic Rock and Roll, Christine Stone, she said send in your perfect ten, and I did. I sent in a, a playlist of ten songs that are guaranteed to melt. Your woman's heart. And you don't even have to talk. If you can just sit there and let her listen to these songs. And I'm willing to give those away as a freebie if you email us at wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com. They're called the panty dropper. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the pastor. Oh, my God. Pray well, for me. Married men. Married yes, men yes, only. Yes, yes, yes. So I, here's just one other little uh, quote I found. Young love is a flame. Very pretty. Hot and fierce. But still only light and flickering. The love of the older, disciplined heart is as coals, deep, burning, and unquenchable. And that's what we're going to get into in 401. So, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for 
your model that you gave us in the Bible of marriage, of Christ and the church and his body of believers and just help us to recognize that we are made this way and that we can accept our responsibilities, that we can pursue women, that we can live most fully and joyfully in that institution of marriage, which is the foundation of our society and, and building brick for 2,000 years. And we just ask you know, that you would be with every man as we work on cultivating these skills that we're having to dust off on something called courtship. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. Come back the WWM, Wrestling with the Inner Man. Thanks for listening to Wrestling with the Inner Man with David Savage and Pastor Aaron Thomas. We believe the winners in this ring courageously follow God's word, love and protect God's woman, excel at God's work, betters God's world and his children. For more information, reach out to David and Pastor Aaron at WrestlingWithTheInnerMan at gmail.com. That's WrestlingWithTheInnerMan at gmail.com. Tune in next time as Wrestling With The Inner Man tackles more tough topics to train up a generation of better men.